This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hello, elegant listeners, and welcome to Go! My favorite sports team. We're back after Mark has finally submitted to defeat. Is it defeat? Defeat? Defeat of what? What did I defeat? The the OnlyFans thing. It's not defeat. They met the requirements. It's not a win-lose. Not for me, anyway. You have submitted to the masses. I haven't submitted nothing. Why, I gotta be submissive in this. You have... I dominated everything that I saw in front of me. I set goals that I knew they could do, and I uh, win. But I thought they won, which then would make... Does that mean everyone wins? Everyone wins, yes. That's that's a glorious win. But I win more. Anyway, I'm Tyler. I'm the sports knower of this podcast. Uh, you might have heard of me maybe somewhere. I don't know. Uh, I'm here with Mark, who's my fantastic co-host, who uh, has less knowledge in sports. Less, yeah, marginally less. Yeah, you know, it's it's been growing. It's like, um, you know, if you planted a seed that takes many, many, many eons to grow, um, you, you're probably you're probably like sprouting. You've been watering many, a little bit. Yeah. Are you saying that your knowledge has been growing for many eons? Listen, how I, long is an eon? How long is an eon? An eon is one billion years. Exactly. You tell you saying you've been around and studying sports for the equivalent of one billion years. Listen, it's ingrained in my DNA. In your DNA, yeah, yeah. Your ancient ancestors were sporting up a storm a billion years ago. Oh, yeah, I was naturally gifted. Uh Uh-huh, no, yeah, passed down in your lineage. You know, if you go back a billion years, guess what? We have the same ancestor. So? So it'd be in my DNA, too. Yeah, but mine's... I'm older than you, so I'm a little bit closer to the, the eons ago. No, you're not. Are you? I, I'm older than you. You were born January. Yeah, and you were born June. Oh, the following year. You're right. What? All right, well, old man, when your knees collapse again, well, I'll show you. Oh, bring it. I'll try. Speaking of knees. Huh? <laughs> Who's talking about knees? I don't me. know. You brought you brought up knees. No, I didn't. How have you no. been, Mark? What have, what have you been up to? 
Oh, you know, stuff and things. Um, just today when we're recording this, not topical to when people are listening, but uh, I discovered that uh, In Space was nominated for an Emmy. I did see that. Mm-hmm. How does like that work? Do people have to like submit it or? Uh, it has to be submitted. I mean, we did submit it with no like thought, you know, it's like, why not? Right. Exactly. Um, but then it got nominated so which is incredibly exciting yes for everyone involved uh especially like all of the work that you put into it the rest of the crew amy like mind-blowing it better win that's all i'm saying mark and (laughs) it's on you it's Um, on me (laughs) it's on you for it to win oh uh, because Because here's the thing. Here's what happens if you don't win. Are you going to get that fuck you energy and, and go bigger and harder to try and win an Emmy? Not really. It's it's an honor to be nominated because, you know, that that's kind of like the recognition is just the acknowledgement. Winning school, though. I, I wanted I wanted to issue a, cha- a challenge to, if it I mean, getting nominated is, is an honor, but I, I wanted. OK, I'll, I'll just stop now. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing I can do at this point because it's up to a bunch of people who like exist in the academy and who have no idea who they are. They may not even know who I am. It's like maybe it's just name recognition if they click it. Like the voting is a mystery. Yeah. So who knows, honestly? I imagine they're supposed to watch like all of the candidates and then vote or something like that. Yeah, or- sure. Yeah. But there's no way that they could watch everything. No, there's a crap ton of things that are like as options for the winning those awards, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can't even count how many categories there are, let alone the amount of nominations per category. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's like 20 and then five per category. So, I mean, you could count. It's actually okay, a pretty so reasonable number. It's a hundred. Yeah, ish. But also just to watch in space, that's like two and a half to three feature films length of watching all of it. Yeah, pretty much. Which is crazy. Yeah, they're not going to do that. Well, I hope they do so that they vote for it. Uh, they, they don't even have to watch it to vote for it. If they just like, hey, names. Look, it's it's a weird thing, but I'm not going to take it to heart if it doesn't win. That's uh, not going to be a big deal to me. Okay, fair, fair. Well, I played basketball for the first time in years. Oh, good for you. And I am sore. <laughs> good, good, excellent. But it was, it was a lot of fun. I've been out in the East Coast visiting friends and threw some football, played a lot of basketball, um, talked about a lot of sports. Fun times with friends is is, uh, good. Good, good. Good to hear. So anyway, you know what else has been happening in the sport world? What? Cheating. Oh, no. That's what we're talking about today. No, we're talking about cheating scandal. No, there's no way. Right. How could that be? It's the purest. Cheating? Yeah, it happens. No! No! What what should I tell you? Is it that they don't? That they would never? I wish it was that pure. Mm -hmm. I wish people didn't want to keep pushing the envelope of winningness. Uh I don't actually want wish that pushing the envelope of winningness is not necessarily a bad thing as long as you're not doing it at the detriment of the integrity of the game and that's what cheating does it's at the detriment of the integrity of the game and it's really bad and it kind of undermines everything that is beautiful about sport is this just a roundabout way for you to start uh ragging on tom brady again because he's been through enough even i've heard that he's been through a lot this year you leave him alone no i'm i'm not gonna this isn't about Tom Brady. Okay. This isn't about football. This is about sports of all sorts and the major cheating scandals that have existed. Okay. But before we get into it, mm-hmm. Mark. Yes. I want you to think uh-huh. of a sport uh. that we have discussed already on this podcast and done a primer for. Okay. All right. What is it? Hockey. 
All right. How would you name a unique way that you would find a way to cheat in hockey? I have pucks in my uniform. I'm keeping them inside. <laughs> and then when no one's looking, why? I just whip it into the goal. <laughs> How many pucks? Give me a number. I got like 20 in, in each armpit. You know, I, there, I'm basically, if if I was walking and not skating on the ice, you'd hear me go shuck, 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 as I go around. <laughs> but because I'm gliding, no one would ever know. Would you like nonchalantly just be like whistling and then just like whoop, toss it into the corner of the goal when everybody's like chilling? Yeah, pretty much. Or would you just like at one point just from the far side of the court be like, I'm going deep and just yuck. No, what will happen is I'll have a collision right towards their goal and then all the hockey Pucks will come spilling out of my uniform and then they'll go everywhere and everyone will be like, oh no, it's a bonanza. And everyone will start slapping it into the goal. And, you know, obviously they count. So anything that goes in the goal counts. That's what I learned from the primer. Hey, as long as you agree when a fight starts, that's fair. Fair is fair. <laughs> <laughs> but if a fight starts, anything goes. Really, really is anybody's game. All right. Think of another sport, all right? Okay. Baseball. How would you cheat at that one? Uh, more balls in my uniform. I've got <laughs> stuffed in my armpit. 20 in each armpit. I'm just loaded to the tits with balls. You're just grabbing the umpire's bags of like fresh balls and you're just as the pitcher just wham, wham, wham. Yeah, pretty much. I'm going for home. I collide with the, the catcher and just balls go everywhere. Like, oh, you didn't tag me. Which one's the real one? And then that would, that's actually fair. The, there's actually a, uh, a little hidden ball trick in baseball that that's that would be really funny for in the fact that you would just be like nope i got a ball you're out yep that's how it goes sorry pal <laughs> don't look in the outfield i have the ball right here this is the ball Shut all right up. before we get in wait what I'm talking to theoretically the guy there not you oh oh gotcha gotcha shut up okay not you not you, not you. Oh, shut up oh i'm just gonna keep talking no matter how many times you say shut up now all right this episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know, all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you. They're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com 
slash sports team. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, before we get into the major cheating scandals that I wanted to discuss mm. today, I want to talk about the most recent one that happened in Ohio. Mm. It was a major fishing event. Mm. And these fishermen... I know about this! But you go on. You know about this? I actually know about this. This is crazy. I know about this. About the professional fishermen caught putting weights and other fish fillets inside their fish uh-huh. to win a competition in northern Ohio. It was the, I forget which one it was called. It was a it was a crappie competition. Uh-huh. It was a pro fishing tournament. I forget which one. It's not listing on my thing. The walleye slam. It was a walleye fishing tournament. The walleye slam, which is such a fascinating way to cheat. I mean, the weights is one thing because you could arguably say, oh, this fish must have just eaten some old lures or whatever. But the fact that the other fillets, like more fish, like if the, if you're going to eat it, you know, everyone's having a barbecue after the walleye slam. You cut it open. It's like, oh, must be one of those chimera fish. Oh, weird. It's got <laughs> salmon in here too. <laughs> oh, that's so strange. I love cod walleye. You know, it's just like, how are you going to pass that on anybody? Well, I mean, it's like, oh, these walleye were the fanciest eaters. They cut it up and made fillets like humans before they ate their prey. (laughs) Oh, they invented cooking. They love sushi. Yeah, you know, fish, they love sushi. But the the crazier part is like how not obvious it was initially. Like, obviously, it was obvious by the sheer amount of weight these fish had. Uh But this apparently people had been claiming these two had been cheating for years. Years. And so when they finally got caught at this event, like so many people had so much pent up energy of like anger about them constantly winning these competitions that like it was a shouting match. Cops were called. Everybody was filming. It was all over TikTok. It was all over the news. It just exploded. And so apparently the biggest thing is like their unprecedented victories also came with $306,000. Ooh. So all of those previous victories and this are now called into question. And how do you go back and like figure out who was in second place? Obviously there's records to do that, but you know, it's absolutely mind boggling how much they went through to just win. And $306,000 is a lot of money. Yeah, no no joke. That's over a few competitions, I'm guessing. It wasn't all just in that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that, it's kind of crazy to think about because it is just such an, an astonishing amount of money, which I guess would lead to the cheating, right? You, you want the money. If you think you can get away with it and you do get away with it for that long, you'll just be, be more egregious next time. You'll just keep cheating more to ensure, and eventually you'll get caught because this is kind of a habit of things. Not everyone, but you know, some people just like they go over they get careless you're so careful the first time mm-hmm. you don't get caught and then you're just like yeah i get i can get away with it oh well, it's like the 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 mafia and how they had everything covered but then they got caught for tax evasion 
I'm trying to think uh, of which guy it was. Tax evasion always gets him. Yeah. Well, because it goes hand in hand. If you think you can cheat the competition, you're like, I can cheat the IRS. They'll never know. And they always know. Like, they always oh, know. Oh, they, they always know. They always know. They, they have too much data to not be able to know. Yeah, there's no way that they do not know. It'd just be ridiculous to think otherwise. We always know. But the other reason, like, they cheat, obviously, like, I imagine these two were struggling at some point when they started the cheating, and they were worried about losing their sponsors, because with fishing, there's a crap load of sponsors. You got sponsors on the boat, you got sponsors on the reels, the equipment, clothing wear, you know, everything, like... You've seen a fisherman's tackle box, right? It's filled with a whole bunch of things. Sure, yeah. I've seen vague pictures. I've seen like an, a police sketch of a, of a tackle box before. <laughs> yeah, I got a general idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, just thinking about the prize money, let alone like how much that costs sponsors, like sponsoring them. And now obviously this cheating scandal comes out and the amount of money that they have earned because of this cheating scandal and the acclaim that they have gotten from cheating. It's just a whole tidal wave. Mm-hmm. And so this is one of the biggest cheating scandals to ever hit fishing. Yeah, I bet. And so this spurred the thought of what other major cheating events have occurred in various major sports around the world. Uh-huh. And so there are obvious ones that we can think of in our lifetime. In the NFL, you have things like Spygate. You have things like Bountygate. Those are probably the top two. What are those? Spygate was the... New England Patriots were caught filming the defensive coordinator. This is before like they had the microphone and the receiver in the helmet so that they could tell it to the defense. It was only on the offense that could do that. And so the way to send in defensive play calls is they would do hand signals. And so they would film those hand signals and compare the plays so that when they then went and played against said team, they knew exactly what the defense was running. Mm -hmm. So they could call an offensive play to counter that perfectly. Mm -hmm. And so that was the New England Patriots that did that. Um, and it was discovered. And even in 2021, um, the New England Patriots were caught filming the Bengals sideline mm. um, when the Bengals weren't even a very good team. But they decided to film the Bengals sideline. That was a whole a whole ordeal as well. Bounty Gate was when coaches were paying defensive players to injure key offensive players on the opposing teams. And uh, this was New Orleans. This is why Sean Payton, who was the head coach in New Orleans, got suspended for a massive amount of time. There were obvious, sh like, roughing the passer penalties and various things that they, they did where you would see them somewhat going for knocking Brett Favre out of the game or Tom Brady or whoever they were playing at the time. Hmm. Interesting. And that's just insanely dirty because... Yes, I will admit, you can get an advantage if a star key player is out of a football game. We've seen it. Backup quarterbacks and backup players are not as good as the starters. They're not as well practiced. They're not as well versed in the plays or the game plan. But think about those players' careers uh -huh. and their livelihood. Like if all of a sudden you're going and trying to knock them out, like give them a concussion. Mm-hmm incredibly dirty yeah horrible just to like even be able to conceptualize intentionally injuring other people is just it's just disgusting we talked about the chicago black Sox in another episode with like gambling it was part of uh the performance enhancing one. Oh yeah yeah we went on the tangent mm -hmm. that's a massive one but even more recently the astros stealing signs to win a world series mm -hmm. how would you imagine they did this mark to win the World Series? How would you imagine sign stealing what they did to steal the signs to know what pitches were being thrown? 
hand stealing? Oh, you mean when they do the 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 sign language like hand signals and shit uh, across the yeah, way, right? Like the, yeah, that thing. Well, more so the catcher's like fingers signaling to the pitcher what pitch to throw. I see. And then, uh, okay. Uh, I, well, I mean, they use their eyeballs. They've got a <laughs> bunch of fingers stuffed in their uniform, and then they just chuck them out on the ground. And then the catcher and the pitcher are like, oh, which one was it? Which one my fingers? And then they don't know what they're doing. And then they hit a home run. They had a radio in like a trash can in their in dugout. Trash can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like a little uh, receiver that would tell you, basically tell you what pitch was coming. So it'd be like a receiver that would then transmit and the basically all of the players would know what sign meant what pitch. I thought it would have been a little more elegant than that. That seems... No, it's weirdly super simple. That's very strange, but all right, sure, I guess. And so in 2017, the Houston Astros won the World Series and then it came out that they were stealing signs. Uh throughout the playoffs and into the World Series, which is why they were so incredible at being able to hit the ball because they knew what was coming before it happened. Sure, yeah, why not, right? Yeah. There was also, there's like a player in history, old, old school baseball before it was televised. He was a, a first baseman and he would hold on to the belt loops mm-hmm. of the base runner so that they couldn't <laughs> run to second base. <laughs> that seems more blatant. You know, I don't think you can really like, hey, ump, look that way for five minutes. Does the guy not know? Is he like a really good pickpocket or something? And the guy's like, I'm moving, yeah. but I'm, I can't go anywhere. What's going on? <laughs> it's just like, magic yeah i know right <laughs> it quickly throws like a rug under him and the rug just shoots out yeah it's like when you throw a blanket over a dog and they kind of just like oh, oh, and then they just calm down like oh i guess this is what it is i guess i'm, I'm stuck i can't move I, I i don't know which way to go to get out of this i'm trapped yeah i must be nervous i'll just sit here all right so the next sport i want to talk about is cycling hmm what is the easiest way to cheat in long-term? Think uh, Tour de France. It's an extremely long race. We talked about the endurance required. How many bicycles can I stuff in my uniform? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably none. Uh, you don't Those know. uniforms are like nah, skin nah, tight, nah, man. Nah, you don't know what I can stuff inside me. Just you wait. Oh. Uh, I would guess you grease yourself to be more aerodynamic. Uh, lots of cocaine to really just make you go. Um, and then probably just steroids. It's really not steroids. It's epigen, which is the blood doping technique that we talked about, mm, yeah. um, which is what Lance Armstrong got caught using. Are you sure it's not a blow dart with tranquilizing darts that you <laughs> you're just, <to laughs> you're the just other shooting movie. other riders? <laughs> oh, look out for the bees, everybody. They're really, Woo! really sleepy. <laughs> oh, they're everywhere. Watch out. And then you sail right past them. Oh, the amount of deaths that would happen in the Tour de France if somebody did that. Death. Ah, no. Nah, come on. I'm not blowing bees at them. Do you remember how fast they ride? Ooh, 48 kilometers per hour or something like that. Whatever it was. 40 plus miles per hour was the average, but they get up to like highway speeds on their bikes going downhill. Yeah, well, they'll get down and have a nap once they're done. So. Oh, don't even worry about it. I mean, another way to cheat is with technology nowadays. If you just had a, like a tiny little motor that made it slightly easier for you to pedal and go uphill. Mm-hmm. I guess that would work. Yeah. Oh, man. You could make a stealthy electric bike. Yeah, that is a thing. Yeah. Because they make them really, really stealthy nowadays. And even like if you had the tiniest help, like a 50 watt motor assisting you, it would be a big, big change. 
especially if you're already in shape. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Think about those uh, like cyclists that you've seen and ridden past on your your Super Seventy Three. Oh yeah, all the time. Imagine if they had like because they're moving, they're schmoving, they're they're, they're schmoving. You know, yeah, they're they're, oh, they're schmoving all over the place. Watch out, those bikers, they're schmoving. Watch out, little Billa. They might run you over. They might run you over. Oh, <laughs> better knock them down. <laughs> These damn bees, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, you're not moving. Billy. I must have hit you instead of the rider. Billy, why are your eyes glazed over and open while you're laying on your back, Billy? Watch out. Bike's going to get you. Billy. <laughs> ah, got stuck in my bee. <laughs> anyway, Billy's dead, everybody. I know him. Billy's dead. Billy's dead. So at the end of this, I kind of want you to pick which one you think is the worst cheating. I forgot to talk about that at the beginning, but now we're talking about it. The worst cheating? Yeah, the worst cheating scandal. Like, we're not done. There's a lot more I'm going to talk right. about. But what's the worst so far that you think? The worst scandal or the worst sport for cheating to occur? The worst scandal that I've mentioned so far. Of the ones you've mentioned? Of the ones I've mentioned. At the end of it, we're going to we're gonna get into which one you think is the worst and explain and discuss. Uh, I mean, I guess probably baseball or something or whatever one had people intentionally attacking people, maybe. Oh, that was Bounty Gate. That was football. Okay. Is that the worst? That if That's your opinion. I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, is it your opinion that that's like the most gruesome form of cheating that we've talked about so far? My opinion of what I think. I think that that would be just because attacking and hurting other people is kind of like a step farther because you're removing their ability to ever do anything in the future if you hurt them wrong, you know? Yeah. And hurt them bad enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It had some pretty hefty repercussions, I would say. Mm -hmm. Here's another doozy for you then. Okay. Marathon, long distance running. Okay. Rosie Ruiz. Moments after crossing the finish line as the apparent woman's race runner of the 84th Boston Marathon, Rosie Ruiz rode the subway instead of running the full race. Oh, I think I heard about this. Right. Okay. Instead, she took off at the starting line, went to the subway, waited about a mile from the finish line, jumped into the race, and sprinted to the finish. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Well... That's just running smart. Right? Efficient. Yeah, efficient. I I can't complain about that. That's pretty good. They should have shut down the subway if they didn't want anybody hopping on the subway. Maybe she was running on the subway while the subway was running. Yeah, that would make it fair. You got to keep in motion. So long as your legs are moving, then it's it's all good. You don't have to worry about anything. If you still ran the distance, even if it wasn't on the course, does that still count? Maybe. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. No, but that was a that was a very famous thing back in the eighties uh, because it wasn't like filmed. It wasn't like a live. You know, marathons aren't really nationally televised all the time. Uh, if they are, it's usually only the finish line. People pay attention to the start and then the finish. And so, what ended up happening is somebody just so happened to uh, have taken a picture of Ruiz on the subway, uh, and so it was discovered that. They cheated. Interesting. Um, nowadays, marathon runners have a GPS tracker on them when they uh, run the race. So it's very easy to tell if somebody cheated. But there was an episode of Monk where a guy was really smart and he took his GPS tracker off him and stuck it underneath a pace vehicle that was following a celebrity runner. And then he finished, but he did this so that he could go and murder somebody and then use that as his alibi. <laughs> so I feel like there's got to be better alibis than I was running a marathon where <laughs> they have a GPS tracker. You know, I feel like there's better alibis. Name one. All right. You stuff a bunch of knives in your uniform. (laughs) (laughs) 
you just when they get you for the murder, you just fall and oh, the knives go scattering everywhere. Like, which one's the murder weapon? Ha <laughs> ha, you'll never get me. Also, I was getting a sandwich. <laughs> Here's my receipt. <laughs> That's what you do. And there's your there's your alibi. Foolproof. You can't fault me. I'm perfect. They wouldn't be able to figure out which one was the murder weapon. Uh Okay. But your prints would be on every single one. Princhment. That's what they always say. All right. Here's a doozy. This goes to basketball. The NBA. Okay. Referees make calls on fouls, out of bounds, tip balls, who has possession, whether the basket counts, whether the basket doesn't count, traveling, a bunch of different things. Mm -hmm. Officials have a lot that they got to pay attention to. Okay. And it's a thankless job. Thankless. And often underpaid, okay. which is why there was a massive official strike in the NFL years ago. Luckily, now they're paid better. Okay. 13-year-old veteran referee Tim Donnelly, who makes 260000 annually. Okay. Pretty good gig. That's pretty good. Started betting on basketball. Mm. And got a number of other officials in on betting on basketball. Mm -hmm. You have access to players. You can talk to them about shaving points. Uh -huh. You yourself can control the outcome of a game in some semblance or at least make it slow down or speed up. So it's very likely because he won a lot of his bets uh -huh. that he was cheating to win money. Okay. And did like the games go in his favor oh yeah i mean i imagine they could track his bets if he was betting in like vegas or something right oh yeah so he had two other men involved in the gambling ring um and he was paid to provide winning picks based on classified information he received as a referee uh -huh. and he used code language to tip off the men and then also got involved in the sense of being able to control the spread in some capacity mm. so he ended up being sentenced to 15 months in prison and three years of supervised release. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty harsh. And I mean, I get it, but it's weird that there's crimes that are specifically for like cheating in what are essentially games, you know? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, it's like insider trading. Uh -huh. And why insider trading shouldn't be allowed is because, you know, it's people that have advantageous positions to get information to then know when exactly to sell or when exactly to buy that nobody else gets. It gives them an unfair advantage. And if you can control something in that capacity, it can become very dangerous. Yeah, which is why we don't allow people in a public office to trade stock because they would be privy to information that would not be available to the general public, which is, of course, fair and balanced. Yeah, totally. Uh, if that were true. No! <laughs> what they need to do is in all their suits, they stuff a bunch of stock pamphlets, like in the big embroidered pieces of paper. <laughs> well, you'll never know. I just pick it random. They fall down in the middle of Congress. Oh, shit. Oh, there goes all my stocks. Oops. They'll never catch him. What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, I just. I've, uh, gambling and gambling. cheating, cheating, insider trading. I love yeah. gambling. Here's another sweet, sweet cheating scandal. Mm. And by this one, I mean it's a knee breaker. A knee breaker, huh? Okay. <laughs> this yep. ain't leading nowhere. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Ice skaters huh. and rivals. Huh. Tanya Harding no. and Nancy Kerrigan. No, stop. You don't know. I don't, mm -hmm. Wait, okay, continue. What? Continue. 
Rivalry was so extreme that a month before the 1994 Olympics in Lillehammer, Norway, a hitman connected to Harding's ex-husband struck Kerrigan on the knee with a baton mm-hmm. because he wanted Tanya Harding to win. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Brutal. But also, you know, it's been, I don't have any definitive proof. Like I saw a movie and a documentary about it. Like there's no definitive yeah. proof that Tanya herself wanted any wanted of this that. to happen wanted this to happen correct so you know correct just like seemed... that's that's an important thing for everybody to know that there's no definitive proof that tanya was involved in the situation at all mm-hmm. yeah still terrible mm-hmm. all right this scandal is called the hand of god oh my god you get god on your side i mean i don't think there's really any cheating about it you know that's just what it is right you got a bunch of God stuffed in your uniform. I don't think anyone can stop you. I mean, it depends on which religion people listening prescribe to, but possibly they believe that God is within themselves at every moment of time. I've got God in one armpit, anime in the other. I'm unstoppable. You try to stop me. You've got blades. You've got cocks. You've got balls. Yeah, I've got stocks. Lots of stocks. Lots of money in your shoes. Mm -hmm. Make you taller. You can't be accused of insider trading if you do it outside. That's just facts. Mark, Hmm? that's a Wade-level joke. All right. You get mad at me for those jokes. Okay. What? What? He was the most popular episode. If I'm trying to emulate it so I get a little bit of the glory back, (laughs) not working. Uh. All right. Diego Maradona, the hand of God. Scored perhaps the most controversial goal in soccer history in the 1986 World Cup quarterfinal between England and Argentina. With his left hand, (laughs) Madonna slapped the ball into the net, which looked like a header to the referee. The goal gave Argentina the 2-1 victory. His quote following the game is infamous to this day, stating the goal was scored a little with the head of Madonna and a little with the hand of God. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Argentina would then go on to win the World Cup. All right. Well, good for them. Good for them. They were meant to be there. So saith the hand of God. Everyone saw it. Maybe. I don't know. All right, Mark. Boxing. Boxing. Okay. You enjoy this. I enjoy this. Yes. You enjoy this sport. It's you. You talked. We did the creator clash. You led that. I know. I, I agreed with you. I said, I enjoy this. Yes. Oh, gotcha. I totally didn't listen to you at all. It's okay. I'm used to it. All right. In 2009, Antonio Margarito. Oh, is it bedtime for Tyler? Is it sleepy time? Oh, doom, doom, doom. <laughs> do, do, do. Oh, thanks. Do, thanks do, for... do, you, do, do, do. <laughs> well, it was definitely sleepy time for this boxer's opponent. Hmm. I see. Interesting. Antonio Margarito had his wraps confiscated by officials after a suspicious substance was found on moist pads inside his gloves. Interesting. What substance do you think this was? Was it chloroform? That would have been smart. It was plaster of Paris. Interesting. So he hardened his gloves, basically, so that they would have hit harder. Okay. I was thinking that it was chloroform. When you said sleepy time, I was like, oh, he's knocking him out with mysterious, <laughs> like, coated pads. And I'm like, oh, every time wonder- he hits him, it gets a little sleepier. <laughs> You're making me wonder if somebody has actually done I, I don't know if it works that way because chloroform is kind of like in the movies. People are like, oh, no, 
And then they pass out. When in reality, it takes like 10 minutes to pass out, even at like high doses. Or yeah. I think that's how it's true. And even then, you have to like inhale a good amount. But over a long, over a long period of a boxing match, if you can last long enough, you start whamming them with it and you just like, take this. Then he would start going, oh, I'm woozy, you know? Especially if it's inside the padding of the glove. Mm -hmm. It could just be tranquilizer that could absorb through the skin. Yeah, there you go. Could be. Now we're getting creative about cheating. This yeah, is interesting. This is, uh, we're really starting something here. Yeah, don't do what we say. No, no, leave that to us. That's our ideas. We're copying it. Have you heard about the, the Chinese gymnast that cheated with age? With age? What do you mean with age? Yeah, so you have to be a certain age to be able to compete in the Olympics. Okay. They have to be 16 years or older in the year that they compete in gymnastics in the Olympics. Okay. So China always has had a great gymnastics team. It's one of their prominent sports. But apparently, they always start them young. And so in 2000, China used an underage girl at the Sydney Olympics using a fake birth date and certificate to determine her age. Mm -hmm. And so she was stripped of a bronze medal and it was given to the U.S. But the 2008 Olympics are also under investigation for the same issue on behalf of the female Olympic competitors for China. Okay, I have a few things about this. Number one, she was 15, actually. Uh, it doesn't say the age. Honestly, like, I'm kind of the mind, even if you're under 16, like, I get it for, like, competitive reasons and for, like, child endangerment, whatever. But if, a, if, if like, a, a kid is able to place bronze at the Olympics, maybe they belong at the Olympics if they're that freaking good. But I get the age restrictions for various other reasons. Also, second thing, it's China. The Chinese government make the birth certificates. How can they not fake one good enough? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> How, literally. Really? How how do they get caught? Is, they I make never them. even thought of that. They literally I, make <laughs> them. The government do that. How, if they're all in agreement, how does anyone catch it? <laughs> That's a really interesting call. Like it's Also, <laughs> there are countries around the world that don't do birth certificates the way that we do them, where you are born at zero and then you become one in one year. Oh, yeah. In Korea, in South Korea, you are born one year old and you get older yeah. at the end of the year. You technically do have a birthday and that's probably still there on the record, but like culturally you they're starting to change it a little bit but that's how it is you're born one because you were conceived and then you're one-ish when you come out and then you could be two within a day after your birth because you could be born on new year's eve and then new year's comes along and you're two suddenly you're a baby fresh out of the womb you're two yeah and just thinking about that that's amazing how there weren't any more of these instances where people were having arguments about birth and stuff like that because it's i imagine there are numerous other countries that do similar things mm -hmm. yeah but they do have birth certificates in korea and they would probably corroborate the actual birthday and they would go based on that however it's just like i get what you're saying yeah, I think in gymnastics, the biggest reason is because being lighter and being younger has advantages. So when you're younger, obviously, you're not going to have grown your full amount, mm -hmm. right? And so you're going to be lighter and oftentimes more flexible because you tend to be more flexible the younger you are. Hence why Mark can't do the splits really anymore. Mm -hmm. Yep, not anymore. So I guess that would be the main reason for that. There's a 2000 Spanish Paralympics team where of the 12 members, only two of them were actually disabled. Hmm. Interesting. That's 
pretty shitty. I suppose so, but I almost feel like, okay, I'm just thinking wheelchairs, right? Right. If you are an, a regular athlete versus someone who is wheelchair bound and you have to be on a wheelchair, I feel like the people who have been wheelchair bound are way, way more at an advantage to be better in a wheelchair than another athlete that would come in because their legs would be atrophied and their upper body strength would be specifically catered towards moving that wheelchair. In other events, of course. Yeah, there's tons of different things that they could cheat. I was just thinking of that specifically. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I think this is what led to the South Park and uh, the Ringer jokes, the movie with, um, what's his name? When they did like the Special Olympics. Oh, I have what no is idea. his name? I don't know. Anyway, it was a movie. I talked about him at some point a while ago. <laughs> this is another really interesting one that led to like a whole incident and a whole slew of like ships being abandoned and things like that. Hmm. Crowhurst, a British businessman, entered the 1968 Sunday Times Golden Globe race, which is a single-handed around-the-world yacht race. Oof. So this, these are sailboats. And he made the decision to enter the race. Crowhurst was an amateur sailor with no serious sailing experience. Mm-hmm. But during the race, Crowhurst used radio reports claiming he was well ahead of the rest of the competition, relaying in coordinates, and in reality, he was actually just docked in the South Pacific with his boat well off course. <laughs> All right. But his motives apparently were to promote a handheld radio direction finder that he viewed as the savior to his failing business, but it he got in so much trouble that that failed miserably. Wow. The worst part was the actual leader of the race, Nigel Tetley. Fearing he was too far behind, was forced to abandon ship despite in reality being far ahead of the field. <laughs> and, I mean, a yacht is expensive. Yeah, no joke, yeah. And you're talking like literally leaving it probably sunk to the bottom of the ocean and had no chance of winning when he was actually the one in front. But it also, at the same time, is it really cheating because you're? it's like playing mind games. It's like trash talk. Mm-hmm. Right? A little bit, yeah. But I guess at that time, there was no way to confirm who was actually in the lead because I guess GPS wasn't really a thing. Yeah, no GPS, yeah. The other instance in ice skating was when judges were pressured and forced in some capacity by probably threats to put the Russians ahead of the Canadians in ice skating pairs. Hmm. Four other judges also placed Yelena and Anton ahead of the crowd favorites. Favorites? Favorites, mm-hmm. Jamie and David, in free skating. Hmm. But Lagone was immediately singled out for suspicion of television commentators and other observers. And when she was confronted in her hotel, she broke down. Apparently, there was a coordination between the French and the Russians as a deal to give the ice skating dancing gold to France and then give the pairs in the free skating competition to Russia. Mm-hmm. And so it ended up being discovered. And then the next day they reversed course and put the Canadians to win gold and Russia got second. All right. Love a cohesive plan coming together. Always good. Crazy. And that's the thing with judges in sports, right? We talked about this briefly that they can be coerced and mm-hmm. be biased. Of course. Almost everyone has a price. Like in whatever you're doing and whatever you're trying to do, usually there is a number that people are willing to compromise their morals for, which is what, you know, cheating kind of boils down to is like a compromise of morals. Like you don't feel like the moral obligation to be honest with other people. And that's just the way it goes. And that's cheating. Well, and then it also gets into like the money aspect of it, of like if people can gamble on it, which is why 
gambling on collegiate sports is illegal for collegiate athletes to do. For a while, I think it was completely illegal in general Mm -hmm. because of how vulnerable student athletes can be. Because obviously a lot of them have student loans. A lot of them aren't getting paid. And so if they need a buck or need something like that, they could be approached by a bookie. And then once you're on with the bookie, it's like, now you can't stop. Mm -hmm. They're making money, and if you stop, there goes your career because they're going to break your legs. Mm, good. That that actually happened numerous times in, like, basketball with point shaving. It even happened in football in college. I don't have any particular instances of it, but gambling has been a massive, massive issue on that front. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. It sucks, but it makes sense. There's even instances of obviously putting substances on baseball, making the bat lighter by corking the bat where you drill a hole in the top and put cork inside and then put the cap back on and glue it back together so that your your swing is a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Recruiting violations we talked about in the coaching carousel. We talked about PEDs previously. There are a lot of ways to cheat. I mean, even the ages, the Little League World Series, there have, there have been age scandals, much like the Chinese gymnastics team has had, where a a 14-year-old who could throw 70 miles per hour, which is equivalent because of the distance of the, the mound, to a 92-mile-per-hour Major League Baseball fastball, was playing and mowing down 12-year-olds, just absolutely beaming the ball past them. Mm-hmm. And it required private investigators to uncover that scandal. Interesting. This is the most unique one, and this is really intelligent. And this is what the one I want to end on. Uh. In 1990, Colorado Buffaloes were playing football against the Missouri Tigers. After a fourth down run attempt failed, the ball should have gone to the Tigers because it's turnover on downs. However, being intelligent, Colorado lined up and immediately snapped the ball as quickly as they could and ended up scoring the game-winning touchdown. Mm, I see. The game is now infamously called the fifth down game. For obvious reasons. Right. Yeah. But the crazy part is like it worked because they weren't paying enough attention. They didn't switch to first down. They just hurried up and ran another play. And because there was so much confusion and commotion, they just were like, yeah, touchdown. Oh, yeah. Makes sense to me. Touchdown. It all adds up. I saw it, I think. And then therefore, yay. Hmm. Exactly. Well, that is unfortunate for the people who didn't benefit from the cheating. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the gray Strandom wing chair was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. So, given all of these scandals, Mm -hmm. obviously they go, they range from PEDs, lying about age, gambling and coercion and shaving points so that people can make money, violent injuries, making instruments of brutality with 
plaster of Paris fists. Yep. An ex-boyfriend taking out somebody's knees. Mm -hmm. Which one do you think is the worst and why? Uh, I still, like, even after everything that you've described here, like, because cheating is one thing if it's just a matter of I'm trying to win by skewing the points in my favor. It was still, like, I, I still go back to the one where people were like, there were bounties on injuring people because for me that's just so it's not just selfish it's malicious right because mm -hmm. for many occasions it's like the bounty cannot be worth the amount of damage you could possibly do to someone or their career it requires a level of disregard for someone else's person and well-being also just like in terms of the spirit of sport it destroys it in a way not just like ah, i'm trying to cheat to win it's like i'm trying to actively remove someone else from ever playing it's just real it still rubs me wrong i mean there's many examples you gave of the people injuring others and like things happen where people intentionally injure but that one sticks out because it must have been widespread like if there was a whole bounty system that's just like it's an infrastructure thing built around hurting people and it's like that's not cool not at all and it was inside the team coaches were involved um i believe they the coach that was in charge of that defense is still a defensive coordinator somewhere else now wow. he was suspended from the league for a number of years the head coach was suspended for an entire year that I think he ended up coming back if I remember right they couldn't really prove who had really done anything because all of it was done via cash mm -hmm. and so it was a massive scandal like a bunch of players came out and were like yo this is messed up yeah like trying to think about how possibly so many players careers ended because they played that team and Bounty Gate was going on. I don't know how many, but I know it was in the late years of Brett Favre, who was a, a great quarterback, but he was an old guy at that point. They played each other in the playoffs and there were some heavy hits on him throughout that game. Yeah, I bet. And you're talking like a 40 year old man just absolutely getting obliterated. Yeah, no good. Not good at all. But do you think that there's a positive aspect to cheating in some capacity? Because like when you talk about Astros stealing baseball signs, they started implementing technology. So now they're radioing in the signs and, you know, they come up with new penalties or the, the GPS trackers now for marathons. Like it's creating unique technology, and unique opportunities, but also like the whole concept of cheating is obviously immoral and awful and destroys the integrity of sports. But do you think there's a positive to cheating at all? A positive to cheating? Ah, uh, man. It's like asking if there's a positive to lying, right? So there could be situations where lies are kind of beneficial, you know, white lies, you know, da, 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 da. lies that save people pain and yada, yada. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, would the world be better if no one could lie? Probably, maybe not. It would be a completely different society. But uh, honestly, like, I, if anything to reduce the number of lies. With cheating, it's like, sure, there could be like, oh, yeah, cheating. Cheating is just like a bending of the rules, right? So if if you think of it, no, nah, cheating is, is definitely a specific definition. I can't think of anything that would be beneficial from the world of cheating. Even if it's like, oh, look at this amazing ways to counter cheating. It's just like, it's totally against the spirit of competition. I guess. Yeah, and I'd agree with you. I also think that there's a there's a level of like almost like a white lie in cheating where you expose a problem within the system. Mm -hmm. And if you do it in the right way, because it's like sometimes you can tell people like 20 times, 100 times, and they don't listen until suddenly you show them. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And I think there are certain levels of like minor cheating instances that have occurred to expose those problems. But I don't think any of these fall into that category. Mm. Um, I know there was an instant with the Bengals throwing a challenge flag with regard to a an issue that occurred in a play. Technically cheating because they it bought time for them to then review the play and reverse the decision. This happened years ago. I know like in basketball, there have been instances where people have done something that's still like within the rules, but also like showed off that this is a problem. I know in football, they sh- uh, Bill Belichick is really good at finding exploits within the rule books to chew clock, for example, two penalties back to back because there's like 10 second runoffs. Because as you advance, you have to have checks and balances of where things can be utilized that take away from the spirit of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, a lot of these obviously are, are awful. And, I mean, the health risks we talked about on PEDs, um, going into the, the actual injuring of other players. Do you think that this is and, – and even talking about the fishing competition, like, that's insane to me how much they got away with and how much money they made. And, like, deceiving and having fixed games by gamblers, how much do you think that that suddenly, you know – hurts the fan base or hurts people that are watching or hurts players like there's a moral and ethical problem there right just like lying but how much damage do you think it really does depending on it is going away from the fiscal damage because obviously those are brutal i i am not in any position to answer right because i don't know enough about the scope if uh, anything that i say would be pure conjecture and would never get to the heart of the issue and i would miss something and i'd be talking on my ass uh so i really could say that's fair. Have you ever cheated? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like uh, in sports, I don't think I've had enough opportunities to cheat in sports. Tests? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Do you think that cheating occurs more at the higher levels of like, because I know with students, like A, B students are more likely to cheat than the people that are failing. Yeah, because who has time to study for everything and you don't want your GPA dropped? So in a, in a way, it's kind of like a creative thing. It's like, how can I get away with this? Because when it comes down to a lot of things, especially in engineering school, you memorize it for the test and you never need to know it again. You can look it up later. There's no difference from taking really detailed notes and writing really detailed notes on your body. In a weird way, you kind of memorize what you need to know because you are writing it down just on your body. That in, in itself is a form of study. And the panic and fear kind of reinforces it in your memory. There's things that I learned from cheating that stuck with me longer than the classes I actually did the work for. So it's it's weird, right? So with with scholastics, there are certain l- limits to that, of course. Um, but in general, like it's just like I think it's kind of expected at that point. I also think it's really interesting to look at some of the funny cheating things and how creative people have been to find an advantage. Uh-huh. Like obviously, when you're not harming anybody or you're not doing it for obvious major financial gain. But like just the thought of like, oh, there's a belt loop. Whoop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the simplest of things and the recognition that occurs in those moments is it's kind of like just honoring the creativity to some extent. And then when it crosses a certain line, then it's like, all right, you've gone too far. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing if you do it once and it's kind of like a joke and you're like, hey, look, I can do this. And it's another thing to do it constantly and not really get punished for it to the extent that you would feel like. Like, Mm -hmm. I still feel like Bounty Gate was underpunished because the amount of injuries that they likely actually caused to people that may never, ever be the same Mm -hmm. in that sport. 
yeah. is baffling to me. Obviously, some of these have been great, like the point shaving and gambling. People have faced jail time and stuff like that. Those seem to make sense, but like it's it's kind of crazy to think about cheating in sport because obviously the goal is to win. The goal is to be the best. But I always thought of it as like hurting yourself if you cheat. Mm-hmm. because you're letting yourself down in the sense of like you could get better you could improve but instead you're taking the easy way out mm-hmm. it's like if you're doing a workout people talk about like don't cheat yourself in the workout because you have your goals and your ambitions and you have your reason for working out and where you want to be and if you cut your your sets short or you cut your reps short or you do anything along those lines you're only hurting you And I think that's even true in a lot of sport things, as long as you're not physically hurting other people, is you're only hurting yourself in the sense of like, you're not taking the opportunity that you have to grow your skill set, to advance the overall human performance and become better as a person and as a athlete in general. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of the conclusion I was getting at with all of this because, I mean, cheating is rampant and I wanted to showcase some of the dark sides of sports and different things that have happened and also see what you would come up with creatively that I thought was really freaking funny. Which is stuff everything inside your uniform. You'll get away with murder. Well, Mark, you want to tell people where they're going to find your uh, your tasteful nudes that are coming up? Probably OnlyFans. That makes sense. Hopefully you get that URL that you were talking about. Oh, don't worry. Oh yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Watch the YouTube channel. Check out if you haven't already seen what is the website called where your uh, the documentary is. Markiplier from North Korea. Uh, moment. Moment House. Moment.co. Go to Moment House. Check out the documentary. Support it. And um, yeah, I guess uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Also, check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go check out the merch at merch.gmfsc.com. Store.gmfsc.com. Um, store.gmfsc.com. You got it. I'm tired. This has been a go episode. Uh, any closing thoughts, Mark? Uh, his name is actually Tyler, not tired. You really are leaning into trying to, to up Wade's episode, huh? I mean, I'm just making clever observations. You can't diminish it by calling it just a Wade thing. Fair. <laughs> Do all the things to support the podcast. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.